2: Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be
3: boring, boring, boring.
4: Hey, you didn't get bored, my bitch. Hey, one thing
0: the game needs is more people like
4: you, you, you. Still have pro-man run around tight pants.
3: Smokey Betts.
2: Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlemachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball. Is baseball. Baseball isn't boring.
3: Welcome
1: to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford.
2: And now he is the go-ahead run
1: at the plate. He swings away, Julio, with an absolute nuke out to left field, he has given the Mariners an eighth inning lead on a colossal blast, and with that home run, becomes only the second player in baseball history with 20 homers and 20 stolen bases in each of his first two major league seasons. Who doesn't want to start the day with a home run call? Nobody. Home run calls are the best way to start the day. That's no exception right there. Julio Rodriguez, thank you, Aaron Goldsmith, for the call. Rodriguez goes deep, but... I'm not just going to leave you with one. Today, to cap things off on the weekday, on a Friday, I want to give you another home run call. Uh, producer Evan does an outstanding job every single day of picking these home run calls, but I wanted to add another one for you, or another two for you, because I was sitting alongside doing the Red Sox broadcast on Thursday, and Will Fleming, my broadcast partner, just executed a couple excellent home run calls. These are my home run calls of the day. The other one, Aaron Goldsmith, Julio Rodriguez, outstanding, no question about it. But I cannot turn my back on the broadcast partner when I'm sitting two feet away from these sort of home run calls. Here we go, Will Fleming on the grand slam from Luis Urias. And the two-run blast from Rafael Devers.
0: One and one. Here's the pitch, and it is crushed high and deep in the center field. Back at the warning track,
1: at the wall, gone. Grand slam for Luis Urias out of nowhere, and the Red Sox are back in this game. Urias, a slam, and it's nine to five.
0: The pitch is
1: crushed to right field. It is way back. It Gone into the upper deck in right center field. Devers gets the Red Sox within two. Is a miracle possible in DC? Devers says maybe so. Nine to seven in the nation's capital. All right, as you can hear, just awesome emotion, passion, and all of those. So this is a speaking of aw- awesome emotion and passion. This is what this podcast is all about. What a week that we've had. Oh, my goodness. What a week we've had. And There's no better way to punctuate it with what we're about to deliver right now. And I want to thank FanDuel. Thanks, FanDuel, for sponsoring, for jumping aboard, for being part of the family, all the above. Thank you, FanDuel, for doing it all and powering us through this season. And it's been a great season. It's been a great week. And today is going to be a great Day, we're gonna have this great podcast because I love this conversation. Everybody wants to be like the Dodgers right now. Everybody, every single team. Why? Because in August they're 15 and one, everybody wants to be like the Rangers. Why? Because in August they're 12 and three. Every team is trying to catch lightning in a bottle right now. Every single team. We talked to Chaim Bloom, president of baseball, I'm sorry, chief baseball officer for the Boston Red Sox, about life for a GM, life for a chief decision maker after the trade deadline. You're just hoping that you have the right stuff. You are hitting the right stride. You are hoping. And that's what these teams are banking on. As we said, Dodgers, Rangers, well, they feel pretty good about themselves. But... We want to go find the blueprint for this. When this is brought up, where you talk about teams catching lightning in the bottle for the last two months, all the way through the postseason, two teams come to mind in recent memory. The 2019 Washington Nationals and the 2021 Atlanta Braves both went on to win the World Series, but both at one point were very, very uncomfortable in their existences. It wasn't until you got to the last two months that you actually said, oh, well, maybe, maybe. And it, for, the, for the Braves, oh, my God, it took longer than that. But let's start with the Nationals. I sat down with Nationals manager, who's their current manager, and was their manager in 2019, Davey Martinez. Now, understand this. Martinez's Nationals started that year in 2019, in 1931. On May 23rd, there and 1931, they had a 1.6 percent chance of winning the World Series, according to Fangraphs. Well, from June 1st on, they were tied with the Astros for the most wins in '69, and they were tied second with the most had the second most wins in the last two months of the season, and then, of course, go on their playoff run and go on to win the World Series, the most at that time i mean there was it was one of the most unexpected turnarounds considering let me repeat that 19 and 31 on may 23rd all right so i want to ask dave martinez what he remembered about getting hot that feeling the execution all of that that's what everyone's trying to bottle right now so all you teams looking for that you're welcome here's the podcast Here's David Martinez, and after Davey Martinez, I'm going to get to the Braves. The Braves' story is maybe even more unbelievable considering where they were after the trade deadline. Adam Duvall, outfielder for the Red Sox now, but then for the Braves, lived that life. First, David Martinez
0: everyone wants to know like okay how do, how do you get to the final couple months of the season and feel like okay now we go now we're ready after getting off to a slow start uh, for you looking back at that in 2019 what do you remember about that?
4: Uh, you know, honestly, it's it, it's all. Um, what you, you got to understand the process, what what comes with this game, and how hard it is to, to play this game uh, on a daily basis. But it's all the energy and the engagement you know, but staying engaged. I mean, um, you know, August, September. You know, everybody calls them the dog days, but these could be really fun days for, for for ball clubs, and and we look at it that way. I definitely look at it that way, whether um, you're ten games back or or, or ten games up. Um, you always got to feel like you're playing for something and, uh, and whether, for whatever it is um, and, and that's that's what we try to teach, hey, you're never you never out of anything um, and in 19, you know, I think we proved that and mm. you got to keep going, you got to keep playing hard um, no matter what the circumstances are and uh, at the end of the day, just go out there and have fun and and, uh, and play for your teammates.
0: It is and so Adam Duvall was saying this, it's a cliche, it's the one day at a time, you know, you can't like, oh, let's go win 10 in a row, but at the same time, it's hard it's also hard probably not to have team meetings like when you're you know, like every day um for you do you remember going back when you felt okay we're starting to get this this might be a reality
4: you know for for me it was one series um we went to chicago uh, played the cubs um we ended up sweeping them and after after that uh, after the last game there i sat in my office with riz and i said hey this, this this could happen. This mm-hmm. could happen, man. I said I, I'm starting to watch these guys. You know, one they they're playing for each other. Uh, they're playing for something special, and that's the city of uh, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, it, it's, it's starting to mean a lot to them. And that's when I really realized, hey, we got you know we got this. You know, we just got to stay together. When when was that? Was that? Uh, that was in 19. That was in July. In July. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah
0: because yeah. Uh, that's amazing, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good. Yeah. And so you hit you hit August. I mean, it's a good feeling because I was just talking to Hein Bloom about this, about you know, once, especially now with the room rules, what you have is what you have, man, like. You hit August. You better make sure you got some momentum, some things in place, right?
4: Absolutely. And like I said, you, everybody's got to buy in, right? I mean, that's that's, that's the key. And uh, when you get 20, 26 guys and your coaching staff and, and uh, your, your trainers and, and, and the organization and the fans behind you, um, that makes a big difference. You know, it's, and it's it's a lot of fun.
0: It's one thing to win, and it's another thing to have the, the, hey, we can win this whole thing. Um looking back on now you can look back honestly and say okay when you know maybe so maybe that cup series like that was about we can win when was it like hey we can win this whole thing
4: uh, it was it was after we got through the uh, you know after we got through you know we went to the, the uh ball card game we won that one um we would go on and uh, after the next series that's when i said hey we got a, We got a great opportunity. Yeah. I mean, it's a tough team. You, know, you get to the playoffs, yeah. anything can happen. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But that's that thought. I said, hey man, if we continue to do what we do and, and our pitching holds up, um, you know, we 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 could win this thing.
0: Uh, you know, I'm focusing on 2019, but you went through some pretty good runs. <laughs> you know, before that, right? Yeah. What was what? Give, give me some other examples of you teams you remember, and maybe for better or for worse. You know, for hey, we went on the run. I remember in Tampa. I'm trying to remember. It was. You guys were like seven back at one point the the All Star break. All Star break, yeah. yeah. Well, that was that was,
4: in, um, that was what is it, eleven?
0: Yeah, oh, 11. yeah. 11. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah of course, yeah. But yeah. you know, so you had that, right? right? So let's go back to that. I mean, did it feel the same way, or?
4: Well, we, start, we started making that. We started making that 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 run. You know, starting in August. Mm. Um, then in September, I mean, it felt like. Uh, we, we couldn't lose you know we were playing we were playing lights out and uh you know I thought man we continue to play like this so we're, we're creeping we're creeping up on yeah. you know other teams and um this could this could happen, you know, and, and you know we always say, hey, we just got to get in, you know. Once yeah. you get in, anything can happen, you know. And, and that was the thing, you know, that was a that was our big thing that hey, let's just let's just go one day at a time. And let's get in. Once we get in, who knows what'll happen, you know. So,
0: how important is it? It's one thing to come from the managers to come to the coaches. How important it is to have a couple key voices in there to not only to say hey, we can do this, but to say to give the the perspective that you're talking about about. Don't, let's not get ahead of ourselves you know
4: yeah no it's it's you know you lean on you lean on our veteran guys mm-hmm. and some of the young guys with all the energy to, <coughs> excuse me That's to um to actually, you know, voice that, you know, right. every day, you know, hey, we we got this, hey, we got this, let's keep going, let's keep rolling, um, and and those guys bring the precedence every day.
0: Who was the guy in two thousand eight? Who, who were the guys? No,
4: it was it was Howie Kendrick. Yeah. Uh, even Zim, you know, Zim didn't play till the end of the season, but he was always there. It was you know, uh, some of our pitcher, you know, Scherzer's, uh, you know. Uh, Para, play every day, but he was that guy. You know, Uh, Dozier, who was here. I mean, we we had a lot of them that you know um, they play, they love the game, they love their teammates, and they play for their teammates.
0: How does it feel? So, I mean, obviously, you've done a lot of great things in baseball, but when it comes to this time, this this is a great conversation to have for every team. I mean, I can I don't know how many teams you know whatever half the league can say, hey, we want to catch fire like. The 2019 <laughs> National. I mean, how's that? That's feel. That's a feather in the cap, right? Hey, it's
4: it's look. It's a it's a great feeling. Like I said, we never. I um, mean, we started off slow, but we never we never gave up, and that was that was the thing, you know. You know, the motto was "Go wanna know today," you know, and, and wait, let's wait, let's win our day today, no matter what. Let's try to win today, the mm-hmm. and then we'll go from there. And the um, guys bought in.
0: The last thing is, I ask everybody this: Commissioner, GMs, managers, players, why isn't Baseball boring for you, and no wrong answers. I mean, there's all kinds of you know. It can be something as simple as I don't know. I mean, why is for you? Why isn't baseball? For me,
4: boring? It's, it's just a p- passion, mm-hmm. passion I have for the game. That would you know, I was just like I said, even the little league game. We were fired up watching this kid twelve pitch at bat, and uh, that's what it's all about. You know, just <laughs> yeah. the, the competition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's great. That's a good <laughs> end. Thank you.
1: All right. All right. Thanks to Davey for sitting down and. Talking about that and giving us the what's what because it was great insight. Nobody knows what it's like to manage a team in that situation like the Nationals were, other than Davy Martinez. So that's what we do. We sit down and we ask him and uh and now he can guide all these other managers who's trying to find similar paths. Well, all these, some of these other players are also trying to find ways. And as I referenced in the conversation with David Martinez, talk to Adam Duvall, and it's the one day at a time. It's the one day at a time mantra. But when you hear it from the player about the discipline it takes to not just feeling like, oh my goodness, we got to win eight in a row. Oh my goodness, we got to keep pace. That is a very real thing. So I wanted to talk to Adam Duvall about it. Now, for context, the Braves. They were three games under 500 in August first. Three games under. They had a one percent chance of winning the World Series. Well, they go 34 and 18 in the last two months, including in August, a 16 and two run. That's the run that everybody's looking for. That's the run that we're looking at with the Dodgers right now and the Rangers, and everyone wants to get. That feeling. Well, Adam Duvall was in the middle of that feeling, so that's why I wanted to talk to him. All right, here's Adam Duvall.
0: That was a perfect example—the of Braves team you know, of a team that, like, after August, just got going. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like doing stream. but it's you know we're always basing things on history and like learning from. So, what did you learn from that run going on that?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think we really came
0: together as a team.
2: I think, you know, once you, um, you start to, I use the analogy, pull it on the same side of the rope, um, it's amazing the things that you can accomplish. And, um, you know, I think it's about, I mean, there's a lot of different things that go into that, but, um, you know, coming together as a team and then playing good baseball at the right time is very important. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, It's uh, you know you see it all the time in sports. You can have the best regular season record and then not do well in the playoffs, or vice versa. Um, It's
0: just it's about timing and and coming together. It really is. Every team is going to hold out that team to be like this can happen to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean,
2: yeah, and it's uh, you know as the season gets going, the days they start to kind of blend together. But you know, going through that stretch, it was just like. Would show up, get a win. Show up, get a win. And the next thing you know, you know, you're two weeks in and you have gone twelve and two. You know, whatever. And so, um, it's uh, you know, I think, like I said, it's it was it was it was fun to see um, you know the camaraderie and coming together and playing good baseball and then.
0: Taking that all the way through. Place. When you were dealt, were you like, what? I'm not saying this is a to me. Was it like, what are they doing? What's going on? Like, all these guys are being dealt for. And then, obviously, then you get everybody together. It's like, oh, okay. The pieces fit. Yeah. I,
2: well, I think, you know, I, I knew there was a chance that I was going to get traded. Um, and obviously, I had had success with the Braves, and I knew that was a, an option. Um, I didn't think that they would do it within the division, but um, I guess whatever they did came together at the last minute, uh, literally. Did so you
0: talk to Alex about that at all? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, so why, why yeah, not? And,
2: and I talked to Kelm as well. I mean, Kelm, you know, leading up to that deadline, Kelm was talking about, you know, we're not going to trade you within the division. You know, we're going to see, you know, you know. So I was aware that I was – you know on the block so
0: but not that block (laughs) yeah yeah so um but But, you know things come together last minute i mean again when it happens you're surprised but still like okay yeah Uh, yeah i mean yeah i was okay you know i was familiar with atlanta so um that made the transition a little easier for me personally so um, when when so when you get dropped in The record is what it is. The fan graph probability is what it is, right? Oh, right. Yeah, I looked it up the other day. It was nuts. And so when did it start feeling... Like you said, it's like all of a sudden you're winning and, winning and winning and winning, but when do you remember to start feeling? Okay, wait a second, this might be something that could actually work.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, you start to you start to go on streaks like that. I forget how many we won in a row, um, but you start to go on those streaks and you're like, you know, you start to believe it. Number one, and then you start to see, okay, this is real. You know, it's not just like a. Period in time like this is a real thing. Like we're actually playing a really good baseball and for an extended amount of time. So um,
0: you start to be- you start to believe that, right? And then and everything is, takes care of itself. I mean, by September, I have to look up, but by September you're probably like, and obviously it's you don't know what's going to happen when you get to the postseason, but yeah. it, it really helps yeah. if you feel good about your team. Right,
2: right. Yeah, the momentum. This there's, there's this game is a lot about momentum. It is, right? right? And that confidence and um, being able to take
0: that from one game to the next. You we know, were able to do that. So again, the lesson, we, we like to learn lessons. So now you sit here, and it's not the same situation, but it's similar. Not, it's a situation where you're trying. You guys are trying to say, "Hey, listen, we're a contender. We're a contender. We're in this." And certainly, you guys are well ahead where you were for the Braves. I think. Yeah. I mean, for you, you know, I'm not that you're going to get on a stool in the middle of the locker room and say, "Hey, guys, I know what it takes." But do you, is there that similar feel of like this build up to it? You kind of feel it coming.
2: Well, yeah. I mean you know i think the biggest thing at this point is is to to focus on tonight's game and not you know because because going back in time like we weren't thinking okay well, let's win the next seven games and then we'll be where be- it becomes
0: you know, overwhelming and,
2: yeah, yeah because then you know you're focusing too much on the future it's about okay let's win today's game let's see where we're at and then let's win the like, and that's how you I, be, I believe that's how you overcome something like that is, is being present in the moment not thinking about
0: what you have to do in the next 20 days Right. So, having gone through it, am I making, I mean, I can it's easy for me to say, but do you feel better equipped, like, having gone through it once, to understand that that is the way you do it? Yeah, I think I
2: think with anything, anytime you go through something, yeah. hopefully you're better
0: equipped the next time you go through it. You know, so I think yeah,
2: that's that's that's. I'm not saying that's the only way to do it, uh, but that's like my observation, and that's how you know that was just my
0: experience of it. So, is there a feel? I don't want to. compare, I am going to compare it to you, but is is there a feel, a similar feel in any way to what you went through here, there, to what's going on here? Yeah, I mean I
2: feel like I feel like we're playing good baseball. I feel like um, you know, we're obviously coming together as a team and you know, we've we've got to continue to go out there each night and just grind it out. Um, you know, it's uh it's like I said something when you look back, then you can say okay, like you know, this is how that's how we achieved it. Uh, but when you're going through it, it's about staying focused on the, like the the present
0: that
2: game that
0: night. You yeah. know. Not dialing up the fan graphs. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. yeah, can't do that. Uh, all right, I, well, I appreciate it,
1: man. Yeah. All right, good stuff at, from Duvall. And to cap things off, I had another conversation. This isn't really along the lines of being on teams that are going to win. This is along the lines of being on the flip side of it, of the guy who left the team that went on their run at the trade deadline was part of blockbusters blockbusters what does that feel like i'm I, as you can probably tell by listening to this podcast over and over and over again i am fascinated by the dynamic of trades i'm fascinated about the dynamic of being part of trades not a lot of people can say they were part of enormous blockbuster trades well josiah gray all star pitcher for the for the Nationals. He's been part of two of them. Let me give you what they were. On two, December 21st, 2018, he was traded by the Reds with Homer Bailey and current teammate Jeter Downs to the Dodgers for Kyle Farmer, Matt Kemp, Yasiel Puig, Alex Wooden Cash. Big trade at time. Huge trade. All right. So now, 2021, traded by the Dodgers. In a deal with three other players to the Nationals for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. One of those players, K. Burt Ruiz, who obviously has gone on to be a pretty good player for the Nationals as well. So let me repeat that. He was in a trade for Max Scherzer and Trey Turner, as I told him. Who knows? Maybe two Hall of Famers. All right. I just want to finish things off. Josiah Gray, entertaining, insightful, informative in this conversation. And that's what this podcast is all about. Rate, review, subscribe, listen. At BB isn't boring. At BB isn't boring. All right.
0: here's the, Here you go. Josiah Gray. Um, so... It is a wild thing to be part of a big trade, right? Not a lot of guys are, well, actually, a lot of guys in your club have been parts of big yeah. trades. But reflecting back
3: on it, what, what do you remember the most about when the actual trade went down? Uh, so, being a part of two. Um, you know, the first one, going from Cincinnati to LA, uh, more or less didn't really understand because I was just six months in the Pro Bowl. So, uh, you know, I was excited for the new opportunity, but, you know, also, like, Man, like I felt like I really could have been a part of something special with Cincinnati. Um, And then, you know, with the second trade, kind of understood a little bit more. You know, I had a few years under my belt. Uh, you know, being with LA, you know, they always want to win. They always want to, you know, get that upper edge. So, um, knowing I was you know, a prospect that just debuted, and um, they needed, you know, a more proven talent, being, you know, Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. So, uh, being in a part of that trade was was it's a good thing to be traded for guys like that. But um, yeah, you kind of just are like, man, like what could have been. But um, yeah, you kind of just. I know. Well, just I've talked to a lot of guys. And and that's
0: the catch-22, right? It's your guys, right? It's your guys you came up with, and it's your team. And and when you're drafted, and and you're coming up, and you envision that moment of like Mm -hmm. and everything, and then all of a sudden, like, wait a second, they don't want me. But (laughs)
3: but at the same time, like, you have to flip it to somebody really wanted me. Yeah, I think you you put it really well there. It's like you know, as much as you know, you love that situation, you kind of have to appreciate the new opportunity. So. So getting over here in 2021, you know, was a it's been a great opportunity ever since, you know, being a part of the starting rotation to um, just learn from the guys, be able to, you know, just experience, you know, good starts, bad starts, and be able to learn from those, reflect from those. So um, not to say, you know, those opportunities wouldn't have been afforded in L.A. You know, I felt like I would have, you know, put myself in a position to get those starts. Maybe they just wouldn't have been readily accessible. So... Um, you know, it's been a blessing to be over here and, and just learn and, you know, become the pitcher I know I can be. Can you take me through because this is another, people
0: like anecdotal things, people like the stories, right? Yeah. So can you take me through the first one?
3: <laughs> were you like a, at a movie or like, <laughs> I mean, where, where, where were you when you found Yeah, her? interestingly enough, it was my 21st birthday. Oh, it was, man. Yeah, I was with my girlfriend and we had just, you know, got a couple drinks at a local brewery and we were going to head into New York City for the night. So kind of just stopped um, on the side of the road to I think we were just picking up a few things and um, I get a phone call from a random number and you know felt inclined to take the call And good thing I did. Uh, It was Sean Pender, who's, I want to say he's the head of player development with Cincinnati now, calling me just saying, hey, uh, we're trading you to the Dodgers. And I was like, okay. I was was obviously stunned. Um, Didn't really go in depth, but he was like, man, we loved you over here, but we think you're going to like the new opportunity. So kind of just whirlwind because it went on MLB network espn soon thereafter um, it's a crazy day <laughs> i was gonna say so now i'm fascinated about like where your
0: 21st birthday goes from there is yeah. it is it like okay you know what we were gonna celebrate now we're celebrating yeah. and, and maybe it's like you know, pouring pour one out for i don't know yeah. like when did
3: you go to immediately go to a bar or a restaurant so we got back home my mom was freaking out because I, like, I had like sat her down And uh, just And where, where is that? This is New Rochelle, New York okay, So okay. Um, Sat her down like Hey, I just got traded She's like, what? And then it breaks And then um, My girlfriend and I We still have plans So we're like, okay As much as, you know We want to get caught up And like, yeah We're excited We have to still, you know Meet a deadline meet a, meet a time schedule So We tried to pack things up Really quick Got to the train uh, Got to the city out to our hotel and like basically we we're just going non-stop and then eventually um, we got a second to chill and then I, my phone was like broken by how many messages I had um, and then we ended you know, up Not one of them said happy birthday <laughs> people said it too yeah, yeah. um but then we ended up bar hopping for a little bit that night, and just um, just appreciating the new opportunity. And then I think the next day, uh, someone with the Dodgers called me and kind of just laid out like next steps, I guess you can say. Where you, the day after your 21st birthday is tough, man,
0: <laughs> like, Yeah, to, to take a lot, in a lot of information. Yeah. It's
3: a lot to do in two days. It is, it is. Uh, I was eating some pizza and just like, <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? But uh, no, it was, it was fun. And then, you know, the second trade, um, we were in San Francisco uh, with the Dodgers and got on the flight to go to Arizona. And right before the flight took off was when the rumors were Scherzer was going to San Diego. So I was like, okay, like, you know what, I, I'm scot-free. Oh, so you were, it was on your radar, right? It was on my radar, yeah, yeah. but I felt like I was, you know, in the clear, I guess you can say. And um, as soon as we're taking off, um, one of the, you know, head reporters, whether it's Rosenthal or Prasad, they tweet out, you know, Scherzer and Turner getting near going to the Dodgers and then you know they tweeted out like names and I saw my name in there I was like well this is as good as done so um, broke through on Twitter and then was with a couple other other guys younger guys Alex Messia Tony Johnson on the plane and we we're like well this is crazy and then um uh, one of the coaches came back and then kind of talked to me. He's like, hey, this is what's in the works right now. So uh, here's what we got for you. And uh, we landed. And it was finalized. Well, it wasn't finalized yet, but yeah. the framework was. Wait, so you, so you had to go on that plane ride, like, knowing? Like, yeah. Well, man, what a you got good stories, man. Yeah, that one, that one was definitely a little tough. Just uh, just being on the road, the nature of it. Uh, my girlfriend had just flown an hour earlier, so her phone was blowing up. Uh, people were saying, like, what's going on? Joe's just going to the Nationals? Like, what's going on? Um, but, yeah, we got off the plane, got on the bus, got to the hotel, and we're like idea, right. and, um got some calls the next morning, because then it was finalized, and um, yeah, so it was two whirlwind uh, trips. But, so, but then you know... Sort of how
0: it works, right? I mean, the chaos of the moment doesn't change, yeah. But the the feeling, maybe, of okay, I get it. It's a business, right? Yeah, yeah.
3: No, I, I think um, you know, after that first trade, it definitely sets in that you know it's a business. An organization have to do what they have to do. So the second one, you know, I kind of just understood that part of it. Um, didn't hurt any less. Um, but yeah, it's it's part of the game, and you adapt with. And, um, you know, you always want to be on a roster, you know, whether it's this roster or another roster, you know, you just want to be wanted. So uh, it's been a blessing to be over here and, and, you know, feel like I'm a part of something bigger than, you know, myself and to be a part of this this next young core. So um, it's been a lot of fun just to reflect on that.
0: Obviously, you want to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm not going to put words in him. Who doesn't want awesome. to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. But you were oh. traded for Hall of like at least one guy who I know is going to be in the Hall of yeah. Fame,
3: which is kind of you know. If you're going thing. to be traded, that's that's pretty good, right? Yeah, I, I think those guys' resume, uh, resumes speak for themselves. So to be you know included in those blockbuster trades um, definitely puts you know some some good faith in that you know you are going to an organization that thinks highly of you because of who they. You know, traded to get you. So um, being over here has been a blessing, and being, you know, with LA for the time I was was a blessing as well to, you know, get traded for some all stars as well. So I just want to, you know, continue to do what I'm doing on the field, uh, just be the best baseball player I can be, and, um, you know, wear this Washington Nationals jersey as long as possible. There you go. You know, I, I
0: guarantee you're not getting traded again. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know Um, last thing is I've asked guys this this is a totally off topic weirdest thing you've ever signed weirdest thing it is actually we were at the all-star game and we're asking guys and it's like bizarrely had like a lot of like yeah. somebody had said a toaster and one side said a prosthetic leg I don't know if, if you don't have a good one that's okay
3: um, I would say like skin or like just any like parts of the body part of the body yeah. and then um, the other day I signed a uh, Zins can I think it's like a, oh, yeah. a yeah. dip can Yeah, um, yeah. so I signed one of those and, uh, yeah. kids were going crazy so <laughs> those
2: are probably Top two.